some do people it. Uh, think that to puff the magic dragon means they're really to smoke uh, smoke a marijuana cigarette. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school. You got any narcotics or marijuana in here? <laughs> uh, not anymore. We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. Get out of here! Is marijuana really where it's at? Is it really as righteous as you think? You know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. Where can I get some marijuana? I get addicted to it or something? It's not habit forming. I'm so wasted! I don't want to overdose on it. You can't OD on it. The snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> it's not gonna make me want to have sex, is it? It makes sex even better. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. Sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. The amazing stuff about this is take it home and just get stoned at a bejesus hmm. belt. You don't want it. I think I kind of want it. <laughs> okay, but just this once. Come on in. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> I... I uh... <laughs> I love that. Butt head. I, you know what I love about those? I was just thinking about all the movies that have portrayed marijuana in them. You know, I mean, there's so many out there, and some highlighted as a ma- major point, like a Cheech and Chong, and others it's very subtle, but it's there. They always talk about it. They always talk sure. about it, right? I mean, always like, have to. what is your like? Last week you were here with us last week, right? Two weeks ago. Or wait, was it last week? I think it was last it week. It was last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at you laughing, not, not remembering. Um, yeah, we were talking about you know about the. Um, I, I want to talk about what you uh, your favorite like weed movie because the stereotypes of of people who smoke weed or derive from movies. You know, Cheech and Chong is pretty much where everybody gets their point of view on what a stoner is these days, and it's lingering still. You know, and I think that's kind of been the big. Uh, thing what I wanted to mention last week as well as right now is the fact that it's 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 yeah they it's part of the culture however it's just a small part of the culture it's not everybody like that and yet everybody who lives in Sun City or everybody who votes for Sheriff Joe who we talked about earlier who grew up in the 30s and 40s thinks it's that you know I mean I don't know what their uh, first impression of a stoner was back in the day. Because they were only told what they were told about it, right? They said it made, you know, black people rape white women. It made, uh, you know, Mexicans kill people. I mean, they had all these crazy, uh, just weird stories that they concocted to scare people about marijuana. And then, you know, here you are. It's like these guys are inundated with this message in their head. They grew up with it. It's all they have. But I want to know what the image for them was. Was it Cheech and Chong? Was that the first time they actually, or is it a... you know, George Carlin did a bit. I remember him doing the hippy dippy weatherman. That might have been pre uh, um, wow. uh, Cheech and Chong or not. I'm not quite sure. Um, do we have anything on, on like who was the first stoner to come out in public? I can check. Yeah, yeah. You were going to say something too, Carl. Well, you know, and I, I think it's interesting the point you're making because really it wasn't based off somebody they saw. Their image in those days of a stoner was the propaganda they were being fed. And so their opinion was already tainted. So when they did see their, their first stoner, they, they weren't maybe necessarily seeing um, the true image 
of that individual because of their their already tainted opinion based off everything else they had been told. Right. So they already had kind of a head start yeah. in thinking of like, oh, I can't wait to meet one of these people. And then all of a sudden here's like you know, these crazy individuals. Right. And here's up and smoke on screen. You know, everybody's going crazy over these people. And then, oh, that's what they are. <laughs> you know, that's what it looks like. Uh, you know, that's how they behave. And it's such a, it's, it's sad, you know, and it's sad because it's, it's, you know, you try to find people of, of, uh, reputation to come out and say, you know, Hey, you know, I've been managing this business for 25 years and I'd be getting high every time I get home. You know, I've been, you know, we need people like that to come out and in, in numbers, not one, not, not on a loan. You gotta be in a group first. You know, like do a private meeting first. And then you get everyone together and say, all right, we got to really come out. But you know, we're all well-respected members of society, and we all like to get high. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, and real quickly, I have. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm just saying there's not a lot of people, when they got the polls of who smokes weed in this country, it's bullshit because not everybody's going to admit to that poll. Well, no, because I think, I think there's a lot of individuals who work in. I, guess, I don't want to say corporate, but there's, I think there's a lot of people who work, you know, an eight to five every single day who also indulge a in, lot, in yes. cannabis that don't, that can't speak out. that don't want to speak out because. Right. That's what I'm of, saying. Of how it's viewed. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, there, there are a lot of successful people in well, the world who do this. Yeah. From what I'm told at dispensaries, and I'm sure you've seen this, Vicar, you've seen a pretty wide range of people coming in. Oh yeah, it's it's old people. It's you know, it's, it's the kid who looks like a punk coming yeah. in, and you know, it, it is what it is. You know, like my saying is, is don't judge my pain. You know, so when you're seeing you know that you know all over the place, say, hey, everyone's got their own thing, man, and it is what it is. You know, this it's no big deal. Is what it is, and but the thing is the image, and they don't want people like the Cheech and Chong running around in society, and that's something you need to change in these people's minds and how do you change that perspective when they look at somebody and in disgust because they've already judged you on who you are just because you smoke a plant. Yeah, and they're not willing to see out of their already tainted lens. They're not willing to take those goggles off. Right. And that's and, the problem. And it, well, Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, the problem is, is that they still want to meddle in your business. <laughs> So uh, well, that's yeah, that's the other thing. It doesn't matter right. if you take the goggles off. You, you know, shouldn't care. If we had a really nice cushy, it's not hurting you. If we had a really nice cushy, like like a like a senior, like a like a place where people retire, um, maybe when you're kind of like past eighty five or ninety, to that point where you're you're you know you're out of home. That's what it is. You know, <laughs> it's just like you're, you're done. But it's so cozy and comfortable. You don't have to, you don't have to vote anymore. You're done. <laughs> you're done. Don't worry about it anymore. We got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Put them in a different class. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying, like, once you reach that level, life should be like the best it should ever be. You should do nothing and be comfortable as hell. You want all the drugs you want, you get them. You know, if you still need to make it happen with a girl, <laughs> make it happen or whatever. I, I'm just saying, it's like it should be like you earned it. You deserve a nice, lovely place to live. And everything else is taken care of. It's all taken care of. But we got this. So we're talking people that actually did work for a living and actually didn't fucking piss their life away and shit like that. I don't know, man. Maybe we should drop it to 80. (laughs) Uh, What's what's the cannabis question? So we were talking about the um, first, you know, person to smoke pot or whatever. Right. 
I, I didn't necessarily find the first person, but there is something where the first, there was a stash of marijuana or cannabis that was dated as 2,700 years old found in China that was put there by some uh, Aliens. Asian dude who was from some other area. And uh, the marijuana which was found was about 2,700 years old and is reportedly in very good condition, but it does not necessarily contain any of the original smell although it does con contain uh, a level of THC. Right. That's All right. hilarious. That's, that's funny. Well, they, they, I saw a story. I don't know if it's a fake story. They, uh, seaweed off the coast of Chile is a sativa strand of weed. I've heard of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I don't know if it's fake or not, but it was because, uh, you know, you read those stories, then you read the, I read the comments first <laughs> to make sure if anyone has validation of the story. Uh -huh. Usually someone says, this is a fake yeah, or a I fake news site. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, oh, God. Got caught. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, let's do this. Let's play a tune. We'll come back. We'll talk some more drugs. And there's a big case in California going on right now about some growers who are in trouble, but they are challenging the Schedule 1 status of marijuana. So, yeah, it's, it's a big decision. So let's get primitive with pr a Project Out of Bounds. I just saw that these guys are coming into town next Saturday. I just wrote them. I hope they write me back, and uh, I hope they're in town soon enough where they can join us in the studio because they're a lot of fun. And then uh, speaking of, I guess, Valentine's Day, I'm not trying to keep the theme on that, but uh, Love Tone is the album that this comes from. I highly highly suggest you check this album out from front to back. It is really cool. Project Out of Bounds is the name. They're from San Diego. Primitive is the tune, and it's on Going Global with Gas. Man. There we go. <laughs> it's interesting with in the, in the, in the tune. Uh, you know, and I always say like every song is good to the last drop. I don't know about um, that. But there wasn't any music <laughs> playing on that last part, so it was just like the ocean waves into a... Uh, Helicopter, I guess, right? Yeah, it was like it, the ocean went to static or something. All right, well, if they get in here next week, I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> I'd ask them that. What's going on with that song? How do you end that? Primitive Project Out of Bounds is the band, and I really dig those guys. They're a lot of fun, and I really hope they get in uh, studio next week. Uh, if they are, uh, can't, either way, they're playing at the Yucca Tap Room in Tempe, Arizona. So really? Town. Yes. Nice. Yeah, that, I need to go see that show. Yes, you do. Are you, gonna, are you heading out that way? Um, you know what, man? I'll tell you what. There's so many things I have to like organize for my life before I figure out what i got to do next Saturday. Right. <laughs> so I know there's a lot of things on the plate, so I don't know. At first, I got this uh, big... A comedy show on Tuesday night, and I'll be doing um, the Tempe Improv. It's a comedy contest. I think it's like 15 comics in it, and I and I tell my friends like, "Hey, I'm doing this contest, but you don't go because <laughs> it's like 20, you know, it's too many comics. It's like it's, I, I hate those shows. You get to sit through, you know, you have to sit through a lot of shit." Probably only one comic is actually going to be good. There's going to be a few here and there, depending yeah. on how they even stack up when you draw numbers and when to go up. You know what I'm saying? 80% of them are going to be horrible. <laughs> well, there'll be a lot, a lot of newbies, you know, people who are uh, who want to give it a shot. Yeah. Um, and it's fine. Cause yeah, it's no problem. Absolutely, yeah. man. I mean, if it's there for you, do it. I mean, But it doesn't mean we have to sit and watch you. Yep. Well, and it doesn't mean we have to laugh because you're up there. <laughs> <laughs> So it's going to be interesting, and I'm looking forward to, uh, if I could make the next level, I'd be super happy. Uh, but if I don't, it's cool. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll have a good time either way. It's all what it's all about is having a good time. So you don't have to come out, <laughs> but uh, I'll, if I make the next round, you have to come out. Just send some love. Yes, if I make the next round. I'll say, I'll say when I make the next round. I should say, when the next round is coming up. I'll be there. All right, uh, you are uh, going global with Gas Man, and we're hanging out with you till 
uh, the top of this hour, which is in 20 or excuse me, 35 minutes from now. Uh, Vicar is with me, and he is one of the uh, cooks over at Hempful, which is uh, a pretty Soon new, to be. A new thing here in uh, Arizona. And um, real quickly, again, what do you? Uh, what is Hempful? Real quick. Uh, from what I've taken from it so far, it's just um, he's offering everything else that marijuana provides that is not illegal currently. Okay. So everything hemp and CBD related, basically. So hemp seeds, hemp protein. There's a juice bar there. I mean, there's CBD oils, CBD tinctures, CBD dog treats, CBD pills. Um, I mean, it's intense. Hemp, hemp seeds are uh, sustainable. Aren't they? I mean, as far as like, uh, maybe it's the wrong word. What am I looking for? It's like coconuts. You know, you can you can eat seeds and live live off seeds. Yeah, and I mean, only seeds. Like one of the biggest things in like well, what was it? The hemp has. I can't remember the exact compound. I'm sorry. I should know this one. But one of the things that I really well, I eat a well. Even this morning, I had a hemp protein shake. Um, I swear it gives me more energy than any other types. I used to do the whey protein, the soy protein, and the hemp protein. Don't know what it is. I mean, obviously, I've been you know, using it for a long time now. Right. So where do you get hemp protein? Right now, I'm ordering it uh, on uh, like eBay and Amazon and stuff because apparently most of the stuff that is being made is still coming through Canada because we're still not allowed to make it mm. as a nation. Yeah, that's awful. Um I know it's the things are in place. The last I checked, that we're going to be growing it, um, especially within the recreational and medicinal states, because there are hemp laws within those states. Right. Um, but yeah, how much is it? And then, well, he's going to have it at his store um, at the Hempful Cafe. There's going to be retail side that you can buy all this product as well. You can buy. The so what is it like? It's like a, in, a big, in a big. Uh, jar kind of thing and you just scoop it and yeah and make um, what you want out of it yeah like mine is in a you know a, a powder form and i just you know i put it like a ha- uh, probably what is it an ounce of it into my shake every into a little protein shake right in the mornings huh you know it's sad because you know we used to as a country grow hemp yep <laughs> you know it was a major portion of our economy i think wasn't it i mean mm-hmm. so it's 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 sad that they have to get the book out again. You know, the book's not out yet, really. But yet, we wait. It used to be out. We were okay with it. Everything was fine. Now you said it was illegal. Now we have to re-examine it again to make it legal again. That's it. Doesn't make sense. So, and you know, and of course it doesn't make sense because that's just the way it rolls up in, in Washington. So it's like, what do you, you know, how do you get to these people in a sense? Are the are they uh, in, the, the people in charge? Are they being aware? Are they getting the knowledge of marijuana from the right source is what I'm concerned about. You know, are they getting their information from one side that obviously says, hey, yo, pharmaceuticals, yo, Ixnay and the MJ, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it, it, but also they have to understand that this, this is America's crop. <laughs> what to call it. Maybe if you call it that, America's crop. Well, it just points to the, Incredibly large amount of use. We'll put it on uh, Fox News. The variety of use. <laughs> America's crop. <laughs> I think they'll roll with it. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I just think it's one of those things that just needs to be 
kind of a, like I always said, you know, it's a non-issue of this is important stuff. You talk about your global, uh, you know, global warming and stuff like that. I tell you what, if you had marijuana plants growing around the globe, I'm pretty sure the global warming thing might be uh, gone in probably in a couple well, one of the interesting things about the global warming is we're just already in another natural part of our phase. We've just, our, you know, the human imprint has increased it a little bit, but not by much is right. what I, the most recent research that I've listened to at least. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you look at skies and being polluted the way they are, especially in Los Angeles, so consistently smoggy yeah. in China. I mean, you, you, it just, it, whether it... You don't think it has an effect or not? The, the the fact of the matter is that shit's not good. Oh yeah, that shit just needs to stop. So there has to be better ways and alternative ways to get this into a cleaner blue skies. When I walk out of the door and see something, you know, and I can say, "Wow, look how beautiful this is." As opposed to, "Oh man, that's going to be a tough one." I mean, I, when I grew up in LA, that's what it was. When you had smoggy days, it was you literally had to like cover your mouth up, and oh, it was like God. Because, even back then. <laughs> Because if you were in it for the day and you would breathe in, you it would hurt. Wow. Yeah. It would hurt. It would hurt on your, like, in your upper chest. You would get this, like, it was hard to, you know, it's smog. Fuck your shit up, man. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah if you're I, mean, out, I know now, probably. If but... you were out in it all day, if you're out, yeah, then you, you would have that effect on you. That's horrible. Yeah. I mean, it would go away, but it was, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you might have some effects in 35 years, but, yeah, it'll go away. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just like asbestos yeah. and, you know, <laughs> everything like that. Uh, Carl, would you got some info on the hemp? Yeah, I just, you know, I pulled up something online just as a, like, a little description of the, the powder, the hemp powder, protein powder. Yeah. And it says it's packed with organic hemp protein, phytonutrients in fiber and contains no trans fats, gluten, dairy, or lactose. It's 10 grams of raw po- protein, 20% of the RDI of fiber, 2 grams of EFAs, non-GMO product, and it has 410 milligrams of potassium potentially as well. No cholesterol. I mean, it's full of just good stuff. Interesting. And as what, so do we figure the cost of it? I think like two pounds is like, uh, like between 30 and $40. I don't know what it's going for retail at the, at the two store. Two pounds for 30 or 40 bucks? Yeah, because like I'll buy like a pound or two at a time, and that'll last me maybe a month. Okay. That's all yeah, this out. says it's 16 ounces for $15. Yeah, so that's a pound for 15 Okay. Yeah. Huh. And a pound lasts you about a month? Normally. Obviously, uh, don't it? go online. Go to the store. One scoop? Well, if you're in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, just Correct, a scoop. if you're in Arizona. Yeah. Right. Um, so one scoop and what, what, like a glass of milk? Well, okay, so... Glass when, of almond milk. Get yourself a blender. Get some almond and coconut blend. Okay, that's good I like too. the almond that's coconut blend. I've had that. Unsweetened. I like, rice. I like rice milk, too. Unsweetened because those motherfuckers, if you just <laughs> get the original, it's like 12 grams of fucking sugar in there. Yeah, you got to get unsweetened. You got to get the, the unsweetened. Let it natural sweetened, absolutely. Tablespoon of pe- whatever your peanut, maybe cashew, almond, whatever butter type thing you like like that, peanut butter type thing. Um, and then I like to put some maca powder in there, if anyone knows what the maca powder is. What is that? That is good for your sexual health. <laughs> is it really? Yes, sir. Maca it powder? It makes you feel a lot better down there and much more energetic. Get out of here. I'm dead serious. It's like a Viagra? It, it, it a natural, you... it's it's just good for your blood flow down there, basically. Mayaka? M-A-C-A powder. Maca powder. Oh, maca. Maca yeah. powder. And it's good, good for other know. stuff as well, but it's more known for being... Helpful for uh, things. Where do you get it? 
you can order it anywhere. Okay. I mean, I, I'll take, sometimes I take pills of it, but I like the powder form to put it in my shake because I, I do that and a plant protein, uh, uh, a plant fusion Dude, protein uh, thing I need as well. to catch up on these things, man, because I, I really want to start like eating better for myself because right now it's funny i i think about food like when i'm at home i was like i want to get some food i need to eat something i want to get something anything about meat is kind of grossing me out lately chicken's grossing me out lately um come hunting with me everything but bacon all right i'm just saying i love bacon still i'm gonna have that regardless but i'm just saying is that you know there's certain things that i'm like i'm just not it's not appetizing to me anymore man I want to, and so I ended up getting a green chili burrito somewhere. That's <laughs> where I ate a green, and, and I love. It's got the cheese in it still, and I maybe have to start cutting that out. Um, I really should say no cheese on there, but um, you like know, just something. sprinkle the cheese. No queso. Yeah. Well, I risked it, by the way, man. It was, <laughs> it was good. It was one of those places where I was like, "Crap, man! I gotta, I gotta mark the time because it's six hours from now. I better be okay. <laughs> Otherwise, oh, I know this is where it's from." It, it, it was a it was a Mexican joint. It's one of those old Carl's Juniors turned into a Mexican joint. One of the Berto families, you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. And uh, it's six o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> and so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go eat inside tonight <laughs> just to change it up. I didn't want to bring it home. I was like, I'll just eat inside. So they had this little salsa bar, and they have the green salsa, the red salsa, and they have a little pico de gallo there. And so I grabbed my little souffle cups and I scooped up my salsas and I scooped up the pico de gallo and I sat down on my table and ate my chips and I was scooping up the pico and it tasted kind of funky. <laughs> I was like, crap, <laughs> it's like too late. Oh. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like I guess what you say, acid, once it touches your tongue, it's done, right? <laughs> it was yeah, like, once just... you get sick, you get sick, man. Ugh. Yeah, it just, that's what exactly, I was like, oh boy, we're going to have to clock the, uh, count the clock right now. But everything, the the food tasted well. But every bite, I'm justifying that I'm not going to get sick. I'm not going to get sick. Ugh. Why do I have to think like that, man? It's like it's it's awful. You ever eaten something that just instantaneously <laughs> goes through you? Like within 20 minutes, you're just, <laughs> not yeah. through your mouth, but through yeah. your butt. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> through your butt. Uh, yeah. I've puked after eating something pretty crappy Ugh, pretty man. recently after. Carl, you have any uh, horror movie or stories about that? Oh. About eating and then having to getting sick right off right away. Yeah, there was. Uh, it was funny because there's this Facebook page I follow about growing up in Santa Cruz, and about a week ago they brought up this old buffet uh, that was a local buffet when I was young. So I was, you know, I, in my early age years to teenage years. So we used to go to it, and you couldn't get out of the joint without hitting the bathroom first. <laughs> It was that fast. Yeah, it was literally that fast. I, I, yeah. My friend, I, I, but you know, technically, that could never happen. As soon as you finished your soft serve ice cream, well, that, <laughs> but done. yeah, but I, I, I got you, man. I've, I've taken dumps at those places before too, man. Well, and you know what it does is all They're that crap dumps. just activates everything else that you already had in there. Right. It says, hold on, you guys need to get the hell out of the way. Yeah, but I used to, <laughs> yeah. back in the day, I, I back in, uh, I was like, uh, right after high school, I, was, I, was, I always told my friend, he always get pissed off. I'm like, dude, I just ate and I got to take it, I gotta, now I got to dump it out. He's like, you can't do it that fast. I'm like, I can. He goes, no, you can't. He'd always be upset. He's like arguing about right. the digestive system. Well, you know, when you start talking about taking a dump on the radio, you know what that means. It's time to uh, 
<laughs> move on. Uh, maybe some medicine might help out that dumping situation. Uh, marijuana, once again, we'll just figure out and wrap up this uh, the drug uh, session. Uh, talking about in California, they have a big deal going down here. These are growers. I believe nine growers are on the line here. As Judge Kimberly Mueller uh, is going to be ruling within 30 days now, probably less than that, about 25 now since the story came out. Here's what the deal is. All right, so um, this is going on. So th these guys, uh, and their defense lawyers are arguing that the U.S. law classifying pot as a Schedule One drug, which means it has no medicinal use and is among the most dangerous, is unconstitutional given that 23 states have legalized the drug for medicinal use. So they're going to challenge that right off the bat. Makes sense. Yes, yep. exactly. Like, that's just logic, right? I don't, and that's what I don't get is how do you don't understand basic logic? It's helping people medically. Well, the thing is, is and I talked about this last week, is diamorphine, whatever that thing was, uh, yes. the high pure form of heroin is used to give to patients in hospitals, you know, and like, it's a pain pill mm -hmm. in a sense. All right, so wait, hang on. Heroin is being used as a pain pill? And what, heroin is a Schedule One drug? I mean, the end of argument. You would think. That's it. I mean, how do you, right? You can't. That's, that's, that stops everything, and it's track right there. It's, I mean, you, but you're, you're medicinally using heroin, yet that, but you can't do it with marijuana. And the, the thing is, and, you know, I was watching Bill Maher last night. He had a great guest on the opener, his opening uh, guest that he walks on. Uh, talking about, um, what well, I forgot what I was going to say, but uh, <laughs> thanks, Vicar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we'll just play a song. We'll come back. I'll, re I'll regroup my <laughs> thoughts here, man. <laughs> uh, here, these guys uh, will change our minds here. It's uh, Fallen Riviera, Los Angeles. We'll be right back. All right, it's Fallen Riviera. This is who I am. I think I picked that song on purpose for her. <laughs> Hey, man, it happens once in a while, all right? When I go on a long tangent like that, you know, it's I got to keep it more reeled in, I think, <laughs> for the next time. Uh, Vicar's hanging out with me, and uh, we also have Carl, the intern, and my name is Kevin Gassman. I'm just going to reestablish everything <laughs> at this moment right now, and you are going global with gas, man. And it's voiceamerica.com, Variety Channel, and it's Saturday. We're about out of here. we got like 15 minutes to go. This has been a fast-moving show, Carl. It has been. Yeah. It's been I'm, a fun one, too. Uh, yeah, and I really hope, 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 and my pray that next week we will have Project Out of Bounds in the studio. Um, so I'm just kind of keeping that, like, fingers crossed thingy, and uh, hopefully we'll be in. It's been a minute since we've had a band in. Um, also next week, we're going to have another uh, from Ghetto Cowgirl, Mark Norman, will be joining us next week. Oh, very nice. I've listened to Mark on the radio, but I've never met him. Yes, he is a wild man. He is a maniac, but in a fun and good way, in a yeah, positive like way. A really friendly, he's a great dude, cool dude, and yeah, he's a very cool dude. Um, but he's, he's a lot of energy, so it's going to be um, a very fun show next week. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it could be a lot different than what it is today, because <laughs> I. <laughs> and uh, and I and I totally just haven't remembered what I wanted to say prior. So, yeah, we we you know we we could. Um, Alzheimer's disease. <laughs> like, go right or left, and I don't know. You know, the thing is, I'm going to go Try back not and to recover. I'm going to go back and listen to it, and then I'm going to edit it out as if it never happened because <laughs> I have that power. Mm. <laughs> Lucky man. <laughs>
And then I'm gonna I'm gonna kick myself for going, wow. That what a train wreck that was. <laughs> what a train wreck uh, that was. Well, I'm not sure any of us can tell you what the heck happened before that right before that train wreck. Yeah. The Martians came in. Um Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I think we're just we're we're gonna wrap up the the, the drug our drug talk, our drug code right now. Uh, just kind of finishing up. I think we were talking about the schedule one and removing it from that and everything. So I just think, in, in essence, is the see if we fall into the stereotype people think about when they. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone who's listening who doesn't, don't judge people. Don't judge my pain. Um, <laughs> my pain is your enjoyment, basically. Yeah. Is what I like to do. All right. So that's kind of how I, you know, do what I do. I guess you can. Uh, you can vicariously be high with me. Yeah, I mean, and you've been ingesting like three different types of edibles, so. <laughs> you, you can just be assured that the people involved with the radio show very much are enjoying what they're doing. Well, you remember it was that one show that I did a couple uh, months ago at the 420s comedy show, and there were two dabs done, and I got on stage, and and I absolutely just... Blanked. Blanked out. <laughs> it's kind of like what just happened in a sense. Right. It was awful. And I remember that. But I just like, I I kind of regrouped myself for a moment, you know, because I looked at the page and I had it like, on, I had it on a stand and it was like a, a couple of feet away from me. So I had to like walk over to my left a little bit, stare at the sheet and then go back to the microphone and say a joke. But then I just completely forgot. And then I said, all right, listen, I, I got this. Everything's cool. So it's under control, and then I just burst out in a laughing, and that was the end of my set. <laughs> However, um, I mean, people like that, so that was that was cool. So it wasn't like you know, I don't care. It's one of those points, I didn't care. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> on this oh, on this man. point, yes, all right, whatever. It's all good, man. We're having a good time. I'm having a good time. Hopefully, you guys are as well. Uh, that's a, we're done with the uh, the drug code. We're done. We're gonna put that away. <laughs> 